0: grace, mercy and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus the Christ. Amen. The text for our meditation this morning is the Old Testament lesson Daniel chapter 3 verses 16 through 28. We read in the name of our Lord. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego answered King Nebuchadnezzar we have no need to answer you about this matter. Since our God, whom we serve, does exist, he is able to save us from the fire, blazing fiery furnace. So he may save us from your hand, your majesty. But if he does not, you should know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods, and we will not worship the golden statue that you set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was filled with rage and the expression on his face changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He said to heat the furnace seven times hotter than it was usually heated. He ordered some men who were soldiers from his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in order to throw them into the blazing fiery furnace. So these men were bound in their coats, their pants, their turbans, and their other clothing. And they were thrown into the middle of the blazing, fiery furnace. Because the king's order was urgent and the furnace was extremely hot, those men who carried Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were killed by the intense heat of the fire. But these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they who had been tied up, fell into the blazing, fiery furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was startled and immediately stood up. He said to his advisors, Didn't we throw three men who had been tied up into the middle of the fire? They answered the king, Certainly, Your Majesty. He said, Look, I see four men who are untied and walking around in the middle of the fire, unharmed. What is more, The appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. Then Nebuchadnezzar approached the door of the blazing fiery furnace. He said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out from the middle of the furnace. The satraps, the prefects, the governors, and the royal advisers gathered together and looked at these men. The fire had no power over their bodies. Not a hair on their head was singed. Their robes were not damaged, and the smell of fire had not stuck to them. Nebuchadnezzar said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego who sent his angel and saved his servants who trusted in God and ignored the king's command they gave up their bodies and did not pay homage or worship any God except their God these are the words of our text let us pray heavenly father we have gathered to honor and worship your name to bow before you And to hear your holy word. We pray that you would strengthen our faith through it. Strengthen us with your spirit. That we would not worship other things. But would cling to you and your word. So that we can be certain of our salvation in Jesus. And live a life according to your will. Bless us to this end. Sanctify us through the truth. Your word is truth amen in christ jesus dear fellow redeemed on october 23rd in the evening first baptist church in wakeful massachusetts was destroyed by fire believed to have been caused by a lightning strike for a little while the hundred and eighty foot spire was a blazing beacon to the surrounding area after the fire was extinguished people were amazed that one of the first responders came out carrying a picture of Jesus the picture was undamaged by fire smoke or water it's being proclaimed a miracle now I think that maybe a logical explanation could be found for why the picture survived you could analyze the structure of the building the initiation point of the fire the direction of water from the hoses and possibly come up with an explanation but it still is amazing that the picture survived. The account before us today has no logical explanation. There is no reasonable reason why Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego could survive the fire. It is a miracle plain. And simple the miracle is important but their faith is even more important their faith burned brightly for all to see who witnessed the event and for us who read it again and again their faith is a blazing beacon to all who see it their faith was truly on fire. It was their faith that put them in the fire. It was their faith that Nebuchadnezzar wanted to burn up. It was also their faith that rescued them from the fire. Faith on fire. So what was the faith of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Well, we see in our text what they said to King Nebuchadnezzar. They said, since our God, whom we serve, does exist, He is able to save us from the blazing, fiery furnace. He may save us from your hand, your majesty. Why would Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego have this confidence about God? Well, as Old Testament believers, they had the book of Genesis. They knew that God created everything from nothing with simply the power of his word. They knew that God was the almighty maker of heaven and earth. So they knew. That God had the power and ability to rescue them from the fire and from King Nebuchadnezzar. But they also had something else, some other evidence that they could cling to. See, the account before us is not the first time that King Nebuchadnezzar threatened their lives. Previously, King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream that troubled him. And so he went to his wise men and advisors and demanded that they tell him what the dream was and what it meant. The wise men were terrified. They protested and said that no one has ever demanded this type of thing from wise men before. It was an unreasonable expectation. King Nebuchadnezzar didn't care. They had to tell him the dream and the meaning or they would die. So Daniel called upon Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego to pray with him that God would reveal the dream and the meaning. And God heard their prayer and miraculously showed Daniel the dream and its proper interpretation God's almighty hand rescued Daniel Shadrach Meshach and Abednego and all of the wise men from the death that Nebuchadnezzar had threatened and promised to bring upon them so Shadrach Meshach and Abednego had been delivered by God from King Nebuchadnezzar's hand before but this test is different and their reaction is different they are not actually asking to escape Nebuchadnezzar's hand and escape the fire their confidence is that God can rescue them even in the fire they said to King Nebuchadnezzar but if he does not you should know your majesty that we will not serve your gods and we will not worship the golden statue that you set up notice that they are clinging to a faith that isn't dependent upon being rescued from the physical fire if he doesn't save us from this fire we're not going to worship your gods anyway Why would they be so bold? As Old Testament believers, they would have also had the account of Job, who in the midst of his suffering boldly proclaimed, I know that my Redeemer lives, and that in the end He will stand upon the earth, and after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes, I and not another. How my heart yearns within me. Shadrach and his friends believed that they had a redeemer. One who would come to live and die in their place and rise triumphant from the grave. And that through their redeemer, All of their sins were forgiven. They knew that even if those flames consumed their bodies, those flames would not be a foretaste of hell, but actually the door to heaven. They confidently believed that God would rescue them from this world of sin And take them to be with them in heaven, uh, him in heaven. They also believed that God would raise those charred remains back to life one day, and body and soul, they would be with the Lord forever. With such a faith, in their mind, what could King Nebuchadnezzar really do to them? nothing they were in god's hands and as jesus said the father is greater than all no one can snatch them out of my father's hand so boldly shadrach and his friends were bound and tossed into the flames their faith was truly On fire. When I read accounts like this in the Bible, I don't know about you, but I can't help but ask, what would have I done? Would have I bowed down? Or would have I stood with the man and gone boldly into the flames? There's part of me that wants to say I would have gone into the flames. But I also know that other part of me that would have gladly bowed down to save my life so maybe a better question than what would have I done would be how can I have a faith like Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego you can have a faith like them because you can base it on the very same things that they base their faith on and more you still have the book of genesis you still know that god by his almighty word created everything from nothing in six days that god is the almighty maker of heaven and earth you have the accounts of the entire bible Showing how God used His power to rescue and save men like in our text and many others. But the real much more that you have is in connection to the Redeemer. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they had to believe in a Redeemer who would come. You believe in a Redeemer who has come. Jesus came and he lived a perfect life for you. He also died an innocent death for you. On the cross, he suffered the fires of hell so that you could be forgiven. And your Redeemer lives. God did not leave him dead in the grave, but he raised him from the dead. So that your faith can be confident, bold, just like Shadrach and his friends. God wants you to have the same confidence and even more that these three men had. You know that Jesus lived, died, and rose again. So you can be confident that your sins are forgiven. And that one day, when death comes for you in whatever form God sends it, it will also be for you the door to heaven. You can be bold. You can be bold. Even facing temptation just like they did. Now, we would probably consider their test, a great test of faith. Either bow down or die. But do you really think that your faith is tested any less? Doesn't Satan continually come to you, tempting you to fear, love and trust in something else other than God? We fear what our friends will think. And so we do things that we should not. We love the pleasures of the flesh more than we love God. And we bow down and worship them. We trust our own reason instead of simply trusting the clear word of God. Yes, our faith is tempted. Even though we may not think outward persecution is right here. But we are under attack. The world, our flesh, and the devil continually want us to worship other things other than the true God. So let us be bold in our faith and cling to Jesus. Let us hold on to the truths of the scriptures so that no one would rob us of our faith and the salvation that jesus provides through it let our faith also be on fire the last part now is to connect this to reformation sometimes as the lutheran church when we celebrate reformation We can make it all about Martin Luther. It's not really about Martin Luther, just as this text isn't really about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It's about faith. The Reformation is really about faith. The Lutheran Church is really about faith. And where you place that faith. In Lutheranism. We clearly teach, as the Bible does, that our faith is in the person and work of Jesus Christ. That He lived, died, and rose again so that sinners like you and I can one day be in heaven. That we aren't saved in any way by what we do, but by God's grace alone. So this Reformation Day, let us remember the faith that is being handed down to us. And let us take it seriously. Let us be burning brightly like that 180 foot spire into the sky. So that others too may see that through Jesus, their sins are forgiven. And that the doors of heaven stand open for them then come what may. Fiery furnaces, beheading, persecution, loss of property, struggle with sin and temptation. Let it all come. Let Him take everything away. But let us hold on to our God and to the salvation that Christ has won. To Him be glory. Now and forever. Amen. Please stand for the blessing. And now may the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus until life everlasting. Amen.